Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Thursday, March 16th in the year 2023. As you can imagine, things are as crazy as ever, but the silence of lack of dramatic events is a bit of an illusion or a whole lot of an illusion, which we're going to get into here in just a minute. Make sure, Patriots, you are taking good care of your wealth. Birch Gold has an amazing offer right now, so listen up. Patriots, you know the state of the world, so let's cut to the chase. Buy gold. And when you do, get a free safe to store it in. That's right, I'm not kidding. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group, now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold or silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. This is one decision you will not regret. Do it today. Text that number 989898 to Birch Gold. I guess you'd text Bards. It'd be good to text Bards to that number 989898. Then you'd get the right packet. Because <laughs> if you text Birch Gold, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's it, Bards. Patriots, this whole thing that's going on right now, I've been talking about it a lot. Look here, don't look there sort of thing. There is an amazing flow of capital that's happening right now deep into this new transition into tech. I want you to hear this piece. This comes from one of my favorite guys on crypto and and does a lot of financial analysis from TikTok. Take a listen. You won't believe the video I just found. Only 2,000 people have watched this video. The 43rd treasurer of the United States, Rosie Rios, who sits on the board of directors for Ripple, who said she was responsible for signing the last $100 bill and is responsible for bringing in a new currency, said something at a meeting about three weeks ago that will absolutely blow your mind. If you are an investor, this is probably one of the most important videos you will watch this year. Is something we just cannot control at this point. So what would I do as an investor? One, I would follow the money. Yes, it is my name on U.S. currency, almost $1.8 trillion with my name on it in currency circulations, and no one has made more money than I have. But if I were following the money, where is it going? It's going to the metaverse, it's going to blockchain, it's going to artificial intelligence. Technology and innovation will be the key. And here's what's important to remember. In 2007 and 2008, we saw a huge growth of investment in technology and innovation. This was during the town, the downturn. What was invented in 2007 that has turned our world upside down today? Anyone? The iPhone, very good. The iPhone was invented in 2007. 
there is no doubt, and then obviously subsequent to that, you saw Facebook, you saw Google, you saw Airbnb, you saw Uber, and one of our biggest downturns, innovation still mattered. And that's going to still be the case. This is a very resilient global economy, and a lot of that innovation is happening here. We all know that Ripple appoints former treasurer of the United States, Rosie Rios, as the board of directors and Christine Campbell as the CFO. We know that Michael Barr used to be part of Ripple and he's been tapped to investigate what happened with Silicon Valley Bank. If you can't see the writing on the wall, I don't know what to tell you. That's the 43rd treasurer of the United States who has deep connections to Washington, who's on the board of directors and keeps telling us the freight train has left the building. So in the link in the bio, you watch the full YouTube video. Love you guys. Appreciate you from my family's heart to yours. I hope you're preparing for the biggest shift in generational wealth. Warrior. Yep. <clears throat> the biggest shift in generational wealth is about ready to happen. It's incredible. It's been happening right before our very eyes. And you notice patriots aren't sitting at the table. This is a real big time now to prepare. If you haven't been preparing, I just can't stress it enough. It is, there is a really, we are down to the hours now in the final hour. So take a listen to this from Dan Bongino. He's now on board. A somber, sober, calming voice. I'm asking you to prepare now and do not wait. What does prepare mean? It means get yourself some emergency food. It means make sure you have some cash on hand. It means make sure you, you know, you, you can protect yourself and your family in whichever way makes you comfortable. It means make sure you have a plan with your family about what you're going to do in an emergency. What's the worst case scenario if you were to do this stuff? Worst case scenario is you have to enact that plan and at least you have one. The best case scenario, you have some emergency food in 10, 15 years, you throw in the garbage. You have a plan you never use, but was always there. There's no harm there. It may cost you a little bit of money to get some of the stuff. Folks, why am I talking like this? Because, folks, the signs are everywhere, and ignoring them and pretending they're not going to be there, uh, like the media is doing now because there's a Democrat president, uh, is doing you a real disservice. I absolutely promise you that if there were a Republican in the White House, whether Trump, Bush, DeSantis, or anyone else, that they would be looking at the signs around us, China's increased belligerency, bank failures, a potential financial crisis, inflation number out today, they would be telling you the apocalypse is coming tomorrow. And you damn well know what I'm saying is true. But because there's a hapless, rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House, the most corrupt human being ever, and he has a D in front of his name, and they're not ready to throw him overboard because he says he's going to run in 2024, the media is covering up the signs that are absolutely everywhere. And they are everywhere. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we are here today before you, very aware and awake of the massive transition that is being imposed upon us without our choice or without our free will. These are designs that have been placed in the ideas of the elite of how to control and rule the world and to enslave the many. The concept of innovation is another word for enslavement as they try to push forward a new concept of ease, 
convenience of a type of life that somehow is going to be easier to live with more security, all insured by the great tech masters of the world, the new priests of the one world religion. Father, this time we now put ourselves before you humbly as we pray. We begin today with just repentance, repentance for ourselves, repentance for our nation, repentance for the many that still walk in darkness and wander in this desert of atheism and insanity. Father God, we just pray absolutely that and holy that the, the, the image and the power of Jesus can start to touch these hearts and awaken them to this criminality and this prison that's being erected around us. This is a time when the evil has continued to pursue their most dark agendas doing it with the capital that has come from the people, the labor that comes from the people, all selling this as the great era of new innovation, the great golden era, raising up leaders to be the saviors of mankind. Let these idols fall. Let the image and idolatry in people's hearts be crushed. Let us be awakened to the real truth of where this world sits and start taking responsibility and accountability for our lives instead of looking for someone else to innovate an easier way of living. Father, we pray now as we put, put ourselves before you for a world that will begin to, to shake off these dark chains and these shackles, for a world that will begin to seek the greater truth through you, and to realize the emptiness of these material offers that are being put before us to draw people in, to lure them in, and ultimately enslave them for a time that we can't even imagine. Father, this is a time as well when there's increasing levels of anxiety, of fear. Let us fear not. You have told us 365 times in Scripture, fear not, have no fear. And yet people continue to fall into that trap let us hear those words as a command, as a directive, and to have fear, to accept that fear itself is a sin. If we will take that bold stance, we can stand in this time fearlessly, standing truly with kingdom, standing with you, our feet solidly on the grounds of holy ground, not in this world, but of the world the kingdom it proclaims. Father, let us remember the captain of the Lord of the host army, that stood before Joshua, and as he did, he reminded Joshua that he was not with he was not with either of them or against them. It was a no that we he stood firmly as your representative. Let us all take that position to stand firmly with our feet on the ground that becomes holy ground, sacred ground, and stay out of this insanity of the world which they are trying to make a world which they believe they can engineer, a world which they believe they can control evolution, a world which they believe that they can create a new form of humanity, a transhuman. There's no greater sin. A world where they create everything about the reality. They shape it through the metaverse so that reality becomes a pluralized reality. People can live any way they wish without any sort of accountability in their lives a world that is complete fantasy, a world that 
has no relevance to the wholeness and perfection in which you created in us. Father, it is time that we put our foot down and we pray for this strength to start rejecting these offers of new technology, to stand strong and bold, to have such faith that we can stand up and say openly, no, we'll be not participating in any of this, to disengage from the fears of money and finances, instead to embrace all that you provide and trust in you for what we need and to realize that what is going on in this world We are shaping ourselves for eternity to embrace those challenges as we walk forward, to take those challenges as great testimony and test to who we are, to refine us in the fires of perfection. And instead of shuddering and trying to fall into this place of acceptance of that which is put before us, the traps of the wide gate, to pursue the narrow path, which will continue to take us higher and will take greater discipline and faith in you. Father, for those that are sitting in a time now that have, are beginning to awaken, we just pray for their, their urgency and heart to realize that this is a time now not to waste time, to literally start sowing seeds to grow food, to prepare, to fill the silos, and to do what can be done so that we as a community are prepared to come together to support each other, and to endure what will be a very challenging transition. What is being forced upon us is a complete trans, trans, transaction to completely change the way humanity operates, to put our control of from people to artificial intelligence, to strip away our freedoms. All of this is our choice. Let it not be the choice we make. Instead, let the choice be that towards you, the path towards a greater relationship in you and in Jesus. No matter how challenging that path is, give us the strength during these times to walk as one body, united in the body of Christ across this world, not just here in the States, but we pray for all of the people that listen to this podcast all over the world to hear that and to understand that we are all part of one body. We are part of one family. And that as we stand together boldly in prayer and in our strength of our faith, we can stand up to this evil evil, and see this evil fall. This is the darkness that is now settling upon the world. This is the storm that is now upon us. Give us strength in these times. Anchor our rock in the rock of faith. Hear our hearts, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Crazy times we are in, I swear. Crazy times. Here's another one here that's pretty amazing. This is from Dr. Carrie Madey. Yet another discovery, not on the vax, but this time on the tetanus shot. Take a listen to this. To where you are today. Well, I've always been somebody that questioned everything. And it really started when I was a teenager. I asked, why do we have to take the tetanus vaccine every 10 years? And just to shorten this for for a time's sake, is that I ended up finding out, asking all of my attending physicians, infectious disease experts, we found out that, you know, the reason that they told us back then to take it was that when you are walking out in the yard, you have a rusty nail in your foot, the bacteria called tetanus gets in there, and then within minutes to hours, not days or weeks, you could spasm so terribly that you would suffocate to death and, and and to fall on the floor and die, like within minutes to mm-hmm. hours, which I've never heard of anyone dying that way. 
So come to find out that is a lie. No one has died that way. Wow. Nobody in the entire world in the history I of heard our that. written history, right? Yeah. So why are they giving it out if that's a lie, right? So I was doing an observation on my rotations in Detroit, Michigan, when I was training, and I saw that they gave some people the um, a vaccine for tetanus and some not as a protocol. And the ones that were on uh, welfare did not get it, but the ones who private pay did, which didn't make sense. But I saw there's a huge difference in fertility, huge. The people who didn't get it were extremely fertile. The people who did had a lot of problems. I Googled it then, and sure enough, you can still find this if you Google it, that the World Health Organization and NIH have since 1972 been developing the tetanus vaccine as an abortion or sterilization vaccine. They've been putting the pregnancy hormone inside the tetanus vaccine in that vial, and so Every time you get it, it's a cumulative response. Your body will then see, if you're female, you'll see when you're getting pregnant, you have a higher and higher HCG level, right? Yep. Well, then your body will then learn to attack that. So it's going to attack an early pregnancy. So then you wouldn't even know you got pregnant in the first place. So they have absolutely used this in Latino countries, Africa, and India. I absolutely believe they were using it here in the U.S., although they deny Although you look on the World Health Organization websites, oh, they've had tons of vaccines they've been developing, they've been testing out, they've been utilizing on us for decades and lying to the doctors, lying to the other people. So my point is, these are the organizations standing behind the COVID shot right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those are those nice folks up there, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. Oh, that's right. Trump brought Johnson and Johnson on the stage at one of the rally, thanking them for the great mRNA shot. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to go over well. <clears throat> what do you say to the guy? It's like, we're going to build 10 cities. It's like, oh, Mr. President, that's good. Um, what else are you going to do? Well, we, 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 we're going to take care of the world. We're going to launch into a new era. It's like, yeah, well, you've helped us get there real fast. You signed the approval of mRNA. That's helpful. And, oh, under your watch, we've only lost, we're probably going to lose about 100 million people. No big deal. We got the population under control. That's a good thing. Always worried about too many population people. I'll tell you. This is crazy. I'm going to tell you something. This is crazy what I'm going to tell you. So let me think if I can remember the city again. Because I Googled it the other day and I couldn't believe it. Because someone told me this and I was like, this is nonsense. Do you know that there's certain cities in the country right now that are advertising 10G? I did not believe it. And if you do it and you Google around, you're going to find that certain cities are claiming 10G. What is that? I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I've never even heard of it. And we're all sitting here looking at 5G and you're like, wait a minute. What in the world is going on? And I'm not kidding you. It was Xfinity Network 10G. I'm like, all right, okay. Didn't believe it at first. Maybe I'm misreading it. I don't think I'm misreading it because I read it. But what can I say? Patriots, I have a little thing here. Have you ever watched the movie I, Robot or the series I, Robot? Really good. Um, cutting edge, in fact. This is the best piece clip ever from I, Robot. A little swear language at the end just so you know, nothing bad, but a little bit. Just at the very, very end. So if you get your, your sensitive ears going, you can go, ah, put your fingers in your ear right near the end. And so that'll be all right. But you'll be okay. You'll recover from it. But this is the best summation of our world. Here it goes. 
muckraking for those who understand taking care of horses and working on a ranch that was muckraking we live in a kingdom of muckrakers teddy roosevelt wrote about muckrakers but i don't think he had the same thing in mind at all in fact shovel the poo but if you've got a manure spreader it makes your property so much better it really does and there's a lot of manure out here right now it's wonderful we could be we could be revitalizing our national soils with the amount of garbage that's coming out of D.C. Probably do it in one day. You need a manure spreader. That would be like manure spreader, the, the re- manure spreader revolution. Speaking of revolutions, patriots, big one. Um, we are doing our sourdough revolution, right? Okay. So if you haven't started the sourdough revolution, get on board. It's awesome. Here's what we're doing. It's the, the challenge is to start making sourdough bread at your house. I've, I've seen so many people doing it. So there's tons of people in Bars Nation that can help. And if you, if you stumble there, you go to YouTube and you type in sourdough bread. And then you hit send. And it will give you tons of videos on people of how to make sourdough starters. So get your sourdough starter going. Start making bread once a week, sourdough bread. You're going to make two loaves. And I said this the other day because it's important because one of our mods has like a family of Nephilim that constantly eat all of her, her young Nephilim that eat all of her bread before it comes out of the oven. So she's going to probably have to ramp up her um, her whole production level to like, I don't know, six loaves a day or something. But anyway, make two bro- to make two loaves. Eat one, share one. Eat one, share one. And that what we're doing here is we are building, building fellowship is what we're doing. We're truly acting out, loving our neighbor, and we're breaking bread. This is great. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I've said this a couple of times. I've run into so many people that are doing it now. This is it. I mean, this is a great first step in helping to build community and building that love and, and, and connection with our neighbors. So... Sourdough Revolution, it's on. Get it going. And if you're asking if I've done it, I have all my stuff ready. I have to wait till I get back. I'm going down to Yuba City again this weekend, and then next week it's Sourdough Game On next week. Like also, they even have my new sourdough Dutch oven. It's awesome. Like it's going to make the sourdough great. So get on board with the Sourdough Revolution. You want to change the world. We can do it one loaf at a time. 
that's, you know, in, in the day of mRNA, that's probably better than one hug at a time. You never know what you're going to get passed on to one another. But the least of sourdough, you can go here. And if they have a mask on, you can go, here's some bread. They're going to be like, oh, thank you very much. And then you're like, I can't hear you through the mask. Oh, that's okay. Thank you very much for the bread. That'll be great. You can help your neighbor come out of their slumber. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. And, oh, yes, I'm going to be on Brighty on TV here in 30 minutes if you want to tune in there. That'll be something good. Who knows what I'll be talking about today, but it'll be interesting for sure. And because I'll get on a rant, I guarantee it. I'm in that mood today. And then tonight, Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you and what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.